0: This is the Horse Radio Network.
1: Greetings, everyone. Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily, episode 1433, brought to you by American Harvest. Today's tip is about weekend warrior syndrome, how you or your horse get it, what to do about it, and best of all, how to avoid it altogether, all compliments of Dr. Wendy Ying. And we'll get right to our tip after we hear from our sponsor, American Harvest. What if adding just one product to your feed regimen could help your horse recover faster from a show, get relief from inflammation, reduce his nerves, and ease his digestion? If any of those benefits sound appealing to you, then check out American Harvest Premium Hemp Extracts and Equine Hemp Pellets. American Harvest's natural equine hemp pellets are vet-formulated and produced from natural hemp. The palatable pelleted formula is manufactured with potent raw CBD using no chemical processing, so your horse will love the taste as much as you'll love the benefits. If you prefer a liquid application, check out American Harvest's THC-free CBD oil or premium hemp extract, which provides CBD from hemp extract. Look for the full line of American Harvest products at your local equine shop, any Hubbard dealer, or online at store.altech.com. And right now, American Harvest is offering an exclusive giveaway for you, Horse Radio Network listeners. One lucky listener will receive a free 90-day supply of American Harvest equine products. Check out today's show notes for details on how to enter.
0: Now, we're going to share a little bit about what it's like to be a Chinese medicine doctor.
2: That's right. Well, this week's topic is weekend warrior syndrome because I... uh, did weekend warrior syndrome to myself because I was not taking care of myself. I was running around all weekend and then I lifted up this big heavy thing without bending my knees and pow, now I'm limping around. My back's killing me. I've been whining about it for days. And, um, but why it's important for Chinese vet medicine is because this is a very common injury of driving horses. Of riding horses too, but um, basically I've torn my sacroiliac ligament. And your sacroiliac ligament is a ligament that attaches your pelvis to your to your sacrum, which is part of your spine. Okay. So it's like your lower back. Whenever your lower back hurts. And um So I'm kind of hunched over and I can't take big steps. So I'm like like walking like a little Chinese person with bound feet. That's all I can do. If I take a big step, oh my God, it's so painful. So the thing is about this injury is if I didn't know the history, I would think, oh, it just all of a sudden happened when I picked that up. But that's not true. These kind of injuries are insidious and they go on like it's a chronic problem that's been happening like over six months to a year. And then all of a sudden the horse can't compensate anymore. So you start noticing like, wow, well, you know, his trot used to be so free before, or why isn't he taking that lead? Or why are they stiffer on one side than the other? So you start seeing these little problems and it's just little micro tears that get bigger and bigger until there's something that just happens. I would say sometimes, uh, you know, you'll be riding your horse and then all of a sudden it'll just take off bucking and you don't know why, like something bit it. Well, that's what it feels like. They all of a sudden just take a step or step in a little hole and your back spasms and you can't do anything about it and it's really painful. You can't push them through it. It's not going to get better. And the back is very difficult to treat, especially with horses because... Um, just If you wanted to inject steroids in there, for instance, you'd have to have a really long needle, and then usually it's ultrasound-guided. But with Chinese medicine, the way we treat it is rest is very important. And then some kind of herbal therapy where you get rid of the stagnation, which is stagnation is the pain and uh, spasm. So you need to relax the back. And also um, you need to fix the inflammation in the joints. But you know it's a ligament tear. So as we all know, like if you tore your flexor tendon or something, that takes like six months to repair. So even though I'm going to feel better next week, my back's not fixed. And if I keep pushing myself, I'll just keep re-injuring my back. Which I have done. I have done this over the last year. Is I just keep re-injuring because I don't rest. And that same should. thing
0: happens to your horses. You think they're yeah. better, and then you start working them because mm-hmm. you're healthy.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and they're going okay, right? Because horses are great compensators. Like uh, animals, if they don't compensate, then they look lame in the herd, and the lions are going to go after that one, you know. And like dogs are really difficult to see lameness because they're compensators, and they just they deal with it. They deal with it. They don't say, "Oh, my back's killing me," but there's little signs that you have to say if you're if you're hearing those signs from them, you need to investigate it. So, um uh with horses a lot of times too and this is very timely for driving people because um one of the things i have started to recommend since i did this to my own back is if i diagnose this in a horse i tell them to please stop driving for at least a month because even though you're only driving a little bit or you know whatever y- you can't always say that the carriage is not going to go in a little piece in a in a bit of sand or you're pulling up a hill or whatever. You, you don't really rest them if you keep driving them. So if they're okay and you can keep riding, um, I'll let the people do that. If they can give them total rest, that's probably good.
0: It's probably the you best know, thing actually.
2: It's hard to yeah. get people to do that. Yeah. And at certain times of the year, people can't. Or, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or if you're right in the middle of competition <laughs> season, right. do you say, okay, I'm out or that, that horse is out if you have a multiple or pair. But really every step with the carriage is stress on the, on the lumbosacral area. So I think that in the past, I haven't been so aggressive about saying like no driving. But now that I've done it to my own self, I know that that it's, it's probably the best treatment. Now, what
0: as far as prevention of that, prevention of that is exercise and... Yeah,
2: and conditioning.
0: Conditioning, yeah.
2: And um, like, for example, for me, I should probably be doing yoga and Pilates and strengthen my core. So I need to strengthen my abs. So with the horses, you also need to do that. You need to strengthen their abdominal muscles so that that can protect the back. You also need to they call it weekend warrior syndrome because you can't overdo it at a show. Like if you're not ready and conditioned for a show and you show up at a show and it's really muddy, um, you know, just think about how much heavier your carriage gets. Mm-hmm. Or if you train all the time at home in your marathon carriage with nobody on the back, and then you go to the show with, with four and hand horses, not a huge deal because they have to pull huge weight, but say like your favorite pony at the CDE. That's a tiny pony. Tony, yeah. So say she trains at home with a light carriage. Then she has to go and do a marathon on hills with a four wheel carriage and her friend. That's a lot of extra weight. It could put the pony over the weight that he really should be pulling. Right. You know? So I think that conditioning, this is a, a, a this is a stress related injury. So conditioning to prepare for the stress is the best thing. And if you're worried about it, you know, I mean, you could just back off, you know, or sometimes you have to say, look, I'm not ready for this show. I can't go. Like my guys have been on vacation for a long time. So like all they could handle was the parade and even that was a little (laughs) stressful for them, but I'm going to have to be very conscientious about bringing them back slowly.
0: Right. Yeah. No marathon courses the second day.
2: No, no. And, and it's good to also know the weight of your carriage, you know, so, I i mean, it doesn't hurt to weigh your carriage and find out how much all your stuff weighs. And then say to yourself, well, can my horse do this? And maybe your horse can do it. I'm not saying that there's a certain number, because people always want that number.
0: I know, and they, that, we had that question actually asked yeah. uh, not too long ago. But and you can't say people, a number. Yeah, no, People usually use, what, twice the weight of the horse. but. yeah. That's not a magic number either. It it's not a magic number. It, yeah. this,
2: is a, um, this is something, a relationship issue with you and your horse that you need to figure out what they're physically capable of doing without hurting themselves. And some
0: will be more than that number and some will be less.
2: Right. Yeah. And it all depends on their confirmation, right. Right. their stamina, like their attitude. For example, um, uh, you know, if you have an earth horse that you overface, they could get really bitter. If you overface them. They might not even be sore. They're just like, look, I don't like working, and you make me pull this really heavy carriage all the time, and they think you're unfair. Whereas maybe a wood horse would be like, I don't care if my back hurts. I am going to pull this carriage through sand, mud, blah, blah, blah. But now that one is really going to hurt himself. Right. So even though...
0: You He'll do it. Yeah, yeah, you
2: think, "Oh, my pony loves this because he just chugs along." Well, he might love it cuz maybe he's like a adrenaline junkie. But they could be doing a lot of damage to their back. And I mean, I think that's why I did it to mine cuz I just kept going and my back kind of hurt, but I was like, "Whatever, I'm just going to keep going." So I needed to back off and change and get in shape and stuff. <laughs> Doing stupid things. But our horses don't have that choice to say, oh, I was so stupid. I shouldn't have pulled that heavy carriage. So you have to be that person for them and make sure they're conditioned.
0: All right. Weekend warrior syndrome. Yes. Wendy Ying has personal experience.
1: And that's a wrap for today. If you haven't done so already, head on over to your app store for your iPhone or your Android and download the Free Horse Radio Network app for your phone. That way you can have all of your favorite shows from Horse Radio Network with you wherever you go. You'll never miss an episode. And thanks again to American Harvest for sponsoring today's episode. The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements made by guests on the horse tip daily. Please use your own judgment when listening to the tips on this show.